complete. Today's topic is how to burst the balloon of lust. The topic is very interesting. So as the picture and so as the verse today. So <clears throat> we are discussing here the the prayers of the Lord Maharaj. The Lord Maharaj is those who are new. I was just trying to brief what we are discussing here. So Prahlad Maharaj is the greatest devotee of the Lord, and he is telling some of the most important secrets of this material world, which generally people don't discuss also. So that's why among all the Vedic literature, Bhagavatam is very, very special because Bhagavatam talks about the naked reality of this material world. Generally, we don't hear all these things in other Vedic literatures. But Srimad Bhagavatam talks about everything uh, with the, the fullest accent. That's why it is very, very special literature. And the same topic, how to control this lust, which is the, we will see from Bhagavad Gita and from many other scriptures. All the people try many, many things. They, they try to do different activities so that they can control this enemy called this lust. But unfortunately, everything, uh, most of the times, it is a failure. Because they do not the real, do not know the real process which is given by God Himself, by Krishna Himself, that how to control this enemy called as lust. And it is need not to mention that why it is a meaning. That also we discuss. So today's talk, today's verses, one of the very important verses of Srimad Bhagavatam. This verse 7.9.45. Prabhupada discussed many, many times this verse. You will find many times he is quoting in his lectures, in his conversations, even in purpose. And uh, many times Bhagavad Gita and Shiva Bhagavatam, this verse Prabhupada is explaining. And this verse is the verse which talks about what is this material pleasure called as sex life and lust. Again, it is in Shiva Bhagavatam. Shiva Bhagavatam is not only talking about how this creation has come about, it is not talking about, about, about talking about what is Krishna, who is Krishna, what is the pastimes of Krishna, and how this material world is, material world is getting annihilated. It is talking about other planets also. At the same time, Bhagavatam is talking about these are the real problems of life. This lust, anger, greed. So this is the verse and very important verse. Some people may not like also this verse, but this is the reality what Splat Maharaj is telling about this material world. So what is that? Let us read. 7.9.45 So Prahlad Maharaj is telling Yan Maitunadi Grahami Gisukam Hitucham so what this Maharaj is telling here? Sex life is compared to the rubbing of two hands to relieve an itch. Grahamedis, so-called grahastas who have no spiritual knowledge, think that this itching is the greatest platform of happiness. Although actually it is a source of distress, the Krapanas, the fools who are just the opposite of Brahmanas, are not satisfied by the repeated sensuous enjoyment. Those who are dhira, however, who are sober and who tolerate this itching are not subject to the suffering of fools and rascals. So, so many harsh words are being used in these words. And we have discussed in the last session, sometimes in the Vedic scriptures, these kind of words are being used. It's like Krishna also in Bhagavad Gita, Namam Muda Naradhama. That means the person does not surrender to me. He falls in one of the four categories. What is that? Namam Dushkrita. Dushkrita means a person who is dust. He is not a sober person. Muda. Muda means fool. 
namam dushkutramuda prapadyante na so like that krishna is talking about uh, this verse that fools and all these things similarly pralagana is also telling the same thing that people don't want those who are entangled in simply this this pleasure called as sex pleasure which is considered as the highest pleasure in this material world highest pleasure that's why you see nowadays if you if you see any any kind of advertisement whether it will be a newspaper or it will be in news channel or it can be any other places it can be tv channel or on internet you will find this sex appeal nowadays they also say if you uh, meet someone who's right who's right scripts of advertisement and all so you will also explain nowadays there is something called as sex appeal to your product that whether water product you are producing whether there is a sex appeal in that in that product or not otherwise the product will not be able to sell or that it is important it may be so you can see whatever you are whatever doing this material world somehow or the other this thing is coming up whether grossly or subtly you will see this thing is available and in western country prabhupada says this hippies those who are hippies hippies means uh, this kind of youngsters those who are Uh, a kind of group of the people, youngsters, those who are not following any rules and regulations. Prabhupada, when he went to Western countries, this kind of people were there. So Prabhupada says they left everything. They left their home, family, their education, their career, everything. These people they gave up, but they could not give up this sex life. Although they gave up everything, but they could not give up this sex life. So this is kind of attachment we have of the sex life, and that Pralad Maharaj is telling the fools. Are the people those are enjoying these conditions? So although this topic is very very vast and it requires a lot of explanation also, so again I'm telling for it may be possible that may not be able to cover it today entirely, but I will try to cover as much as possible today. So it may be possible that some part of it, some portion of it, we may cover in our next session as well. So I will try to cover to the best of my capacity, whatever I can cover till that nine till nine p.m. But after that. If you cover, we have to cover the next session also. But nevertheless, whatever we cover, it is very, very important. So let us understand our scriptures, especially Bhagavad Gita and Shrimad Bhagavatam, talks about very, very nicely, very elaborately about this thing called as sex life and lust. Generally, lust is considered as sex life only, but lust has a very big other meaning also. Other meaning also. But here we are talking about specifically lust and sex life, both of them. So sometimes it happens, many times uh, that people say. especially when the people start following krishna consciousness they come to about what is the goal of life and what is the purpose of life how we should control our senses and it happens many times some boys come and other also they come that prabhu ji some or the other i'm i'm trying to follow but i'm not able to follow the regulatory principles i'm not able to control my senses although i know it is wrong although i i know that i should not be doing this thing but some or the other there is some force that because of that i'm not able to follow this rules and regulation and it happens with many of us it is not that because the very fact that when the material world we are under the clutches of this material energy so three modes of nature are always bound binding us somehow or the other so it's a fact it will happen with everyone but same question arjuna also asked krishna in bhagavad gita that's why we should read all these literatures we are when we have this kind of problems i not able to control my senses we'll go to some psychiatrist or we go to some doctor Or we do some other person who is has some mental speculation like that. But Krishna directly telling this thing through Arjuna in Bhagavad Gita. You see the question what Arjuna is asking. The same question what all of us has in our mind. What is that? Atha kena prayukta prayaktoyam 
पापम चरिति पुरुषः अनिच्छमपि वाशनेय बलादिव नियोजित वॉट इज टेलिंग अर्जुन इज आस्किंग ओ डिसेंडेंट ऑफ वृष्णी बाय वट बाय वॉट इज वन एम्पेल टू सिंफुल एक्ट्स even unwillingly as if engaged by force so it happens many times no we, we do not want to do something but ultimately we end up doing that particular thing and as if some kind of force is working on us we don't want to do it i know it is wrong i don't want to do it but because of that force i'm not able to control myself and i end up doing that particular thing after that i regret why why was i was not able to control Same question, Arjun is asking. Very, very relevant question for all of us. In fact, in this today's today's environment where we are living, especially the age what we are in and the kind of facilities we have today, it is very, very easy to get the objects of sense gratification. Today, if a person is in school, when I was in school, we never heard of mobile, and obviously you are knowing, but our parents were never giving us mobile and everything. But today, if you see. If a child is eight in eighth standard, maybe fifth standard, sixth standard, he has a phone, and he has internet connection, and he can do whatever he want. And that's why we think today it is very common to see porn movies, to break uh, regulatory principles. It is very very common these days because a force is there. At the same time, we are facility, we are getting all the facilities to fulfill our so-called sense desires. There is no education. There is no culture. There is no one who is telling how to control all these things. The real meaning of education is that a person first of all understands how to control my senses. That's why the initially when person used to get studies, he is called as Brahmachari. The first twenty-five years of his age, he used to follow Brahmacharya. He used to live under the guidance of his spiritual master, and spiritual master used to train that disciple how to control his senses, how to become a Brahmana. Satya sama dhamma titiksha ardham. How to control mind? How to control senses? How to not to use our bodily energies, waste bodily energies without any proper sense? All these things a person used to learn. And after that, when he is is able to understand what is the goal of life, how to become a brahmana, then he is allowed to get married. Then he can go to grastha ashrama. But today there is no education of brahmanism. There is no there is no education of what is grastha. There is no education of anything. The simply education what we are getting today is is how to enjoy senses. This is the only education. That's why we see so many crimes in the society. We make many many rules, just like the Nirbhaya case happened, and we made many many rules after that. But yes, we can make some rules. But till that time, person's character is not correct. What rule can do? Rule will not do anything. Law will not do anything if the person's character is not correct. And the character building happens when a person is studying. That is the meaning of education, but that is not there. So Arjun is asking the same question that why am I able to not control my senses? Some if somebody is forcing me, and who the somebody? Krishna answers in Bhagavad Gita this question in the next verse. He says, "Shri Bhagavan Uacha Kamesha Krodesha Rajo Guna Samudbava." Mahashano Mahapatma Vitti Enam Iha Vairinam. What Krishna is telling? The supreme personality of Godhead said, "It is lust only, Arjun, which is born of contact with the material modes of passion and later transformed into wrath, and which is the all-devouring sinful enemy of this world." That means this is the lust, which is the force. Which is acting on a living entity, and person end up committing sinful activities. Although 
against his wish he do not want to do that but because of this force he is doing that so this is the one place krishna talks about lust how important it is and this is the enemy of a living entity so to, to, right now we are discussing what is uh, what scripture talks about lust how sinful it is how much dangerous for us this lust is that we are talking about next we will find again the same bhagavad gita 3.39 abhrutam gyanam etena yanino nitya varina kama rupena kaunteya duspurenala evacha thus the wise living entities pure consciousness become covered by his eternal enemy in the form of lust which is never satisfied and which burns like fire again again krishna said the same thing that the pure consciousness actually the original consciousness of a living entity is pure all of us are originally we are pure because we are not this body we are spirit soul so all these propensities lower propensities of lust anger greed actually are not the real consciousness of a living entity they are real characteristics of a living entity the real characteristic of a living entity is, is supremely pure just like krishna is supremely pure living entity is also pure but because when we come in touch with material world we become we become contaminated and that's what krishna is telling the wise living entities pure consciousness become covered by his eternal enemy in the form of lust which is never satisfied which is never satisfied that's why arjuna also says this pralagana also says trpentneha karpana bahu dukh bhaja trpentneha means you never ever satisfy no matter how much you try but you won't be able to satisfy yourself and which burns like fire just like if there is a fire if you put on ghee on that fire it will never be you will never see the fire getting extinguished fire will become more and more uh, brighter you will see the the force of the fire will become more and more brighter similarly when a person does not control his senses and engage in sense gratification sometimes people also think like that as you discussed in another session that if you want to control your senses you end the sense gratification and time will come where you will be fed up and then you will no longer be engaged in sense gratification it is not the fact you cannot mind can be peaceful and senses can be controlled only in only when when you take away the senses from the thought of sense gratification especially sex life because 90% it is in the mind it is called as <clears throat> amplified pleasure the pleasure which is yes there is some pleasure is there but because we amplify so much in our brain that we hanker after it like anything and it is totally about am- amplification but that we also will discuss how this amplification works in our brain so prabhupada is very important this material world is called as mathun agara or the shackles of sex life in the ordinary prison house criminals are kept within bars similarly the criminals who are disobedient to the laws of the lord are shackled by sex life the sex life is the cause of bondage in this material world a person who is trying to go ahead in the path of self realization it is very very important what is the meaning of self realization self realization means to to realize that who am i what is the self i am not this body i am not this hand i am not this clothes what i am wearing i am not this specs i am not this eyes i am something beyond this 
and i am the one who is owning all these things prabhupad gives very nice example i will never say that i am this hand i will never say i am these eyes i i possess this eyes i have eyes i have hands that means i is something beyond this senses this is a very important understanding we should have at least theoretically that i am something different from this matter i am something different from this body and then when a person get this understanding and he acts as per this directions then he can come out of this bodily concept of life till the time person bodily concept of life he cannot understand spirituality and that's why if his bodily concept of life he will only think of enjoying the senses and the biggest enjoyment is solace sex life mathuna magara to person get more and more attached to this material world prabhupad gave example that just like person when he is alone his area of influence or his attachment of area of attachment is small but as soon as he gets married he has wife then it's it's again start expanding then again he has children then again starts expanding and in this way its area of area of affection and attraction gets expanded and he will always remain in this material world mathuna magara he never ever think that how can i come out of this material world and same cycle punarapi janma punarapi marana that means taking birth and dying taking birth and dying taking birth and dying almost like ants so just like criminals how to capture a criminal they are kept within the bars with the help of shackles similarly in this material world a male is getting attracted by a female and vice versa and they are getting shackled attacked in this material world and this is the biggest maya in this material world sex life so all these things looks when we hear first time it looks like uh, something strange or not acceptable to the extent of time but it is a fact we may accept we may not accept but bhagavatam talks about the reality of this material world bhagavatam never compromise so the yes the pure devotees of the lord they also never never compromise they never will speak anything so that it is palatable to the public and may not it may compromise with the truth no truth must be spoken at any cost and this is the truth of this material world that the highest pleasure people think is the sex like and that's why getting entangled in this material world again prabhupada writes while enjoy sense gratification it may be that there is some feeling of happiness but actually that so called feeling of happiness is the ultimate enemy of the sense enjoyer enjoyer very raw example very crude example of tongue of genitals also let's talk about tongue so sometimes people are so much fond of eating that they never realize that whatever i am eating is actually good for me or not or maybe i can eat to the extent my i can fulfill my no belly my hunger is satiated now i can stop no but even though the hunger is satiated i know that it should it, i should not eat more but because i don't have control of my senses on tongue i will eat more i will end up eating more and what will happen in digestion person will feel very bad after that he will think why i ate, i ate so much i should have not eaten like this like there so many things and but you see maya how powerful it is even though the person has understood or realized the fact that it is not good for me again next time if the same situation comes upon him he will again do the same act that is the meaning of conditioning we are conditioned to all these things and nobody is 
telling, nobody is teaching how to stop this conditioning. The everywhere what we are getting in this material world is how can I fulfill my conditioning? Okay, you are not satisfied, you get more. You are not satisfied, you get more. Where is the end of getting more? And that too also, even the person getting more is not satisfied. Let's say even if I get many more sense objects, if I feel satisfaction, some at least something is there. But here you see when a person is engaging more and more, he is getting some satisfaction, but for some time, very short period of time. And ultimately, the so-called feeling of happiness, the ultimate enemy of sense in general. And why so? The next understanding is this. The Lord advised Arjun to regulate the senses from the very beginning so that he could curb the greatest sinful enemy, lust, which destroy the urge of self-realization and specific knowledge of the self. This lust or this sex enjoyment will, what he will do? Destroy the urge of self-realization. It will not give you any urge only of self-realization. That's why Bhagavad Gita Krishna also says, Bhog Aishwarya Prasakta Naam Taya Aprita Shetasam Bhavisayatmika Bhuddhi Samadhona Vidhiyate That means the person who is very much engaged in sense gratification, he will never have this understanding about spiritual life. He will never even think of it. Samadhona Vidhiyate There is no solution for that. He will always engage in sense gratification. So that's why you can see now how important it is for a person if you really want to understand what is the goal of life, where I am heading towards, what is the ultimate purpose of my life? If you really want to understand, he has to control this enemy called lust, which is cross also and subtle also. So one time, sometimes people have this understanding also that okay, this is a temporary force of life. Maybe right now I'm young, I have this force. No, I am when I become 60 years old, 70 years old, I may not have this kind of tendency. No, it is not like that. So Prabhupada uh, shares one incidence that once there was Akbar and Birbal. So Akbar, he asked Birbal that till what age of life a person remains lusty? This question was being asked by Akbar, by Birbal, by Akbar to Birbal. And Birbal is, you know, very, Birbal is very, very intelligent person. We must be knowing about Birbal. So he uh, says, yes, my Lord, I will tell you on proper time. Let us wait for the proper time. And, and since he was an intelligent person, Akbar said, yes, let us wait for the proper time. So once what was happening, there was one person who was about to die. He was on the deathbed. And Akbar, Birbal called Akbar and he called Akbar, please, you come here at this place. I am also here. This person is about to leave his body and also bring your young daughter who is there with you. So Akbar said, why is asking my young daughter? Akbar said, Birbal said, no, please, please bring her also. So Akbar came, Birbal also came and that young daughter also, she came. And then Akbar said, Birbal said to Akbar, now you please notice this person, what he is doing. Just see this person's face. And this he saw and this person was actually gazing towards the young daughter of Akbar. And Akbar was, you know, he was a, he was a emperor. So you knew what was the intention of that person. So then he understood that this lust cannot be satiated, even a person not be fulfilled. Sometimes people think that, okay, am I old? It, it will be controlled. No. If you know, don't know how to control this, even if you are old, you will not be able to control. That's why Bhagavad Gita, it is said, I think Bhagavad Gita, it is mentioned, 
Balavan Indriya Grahi Vidwan Api Kadishati. That means even a learned person, a so-called learned person who is very, very intelligent, he has knowledge of all the scriptures, even spiritual knowledge also, or even material knowledge also, he also is not able to control. Balavan Indriya Grahi Vidwan Api Kadishati. Even a person learned, not able to control the senses. So, the training should be very beginning. From the very beginning, we should not think, let me die right now. This understanding also people have. Sometimes people say, well, why are you engaging so much? We are, we are performing so many austerities. Or you are trying to understand about these spirituality, sense control, such a young age. We are very young. What is the need of right now? You engage in worldly affairs. And then you will see when you are 50 years old. No, sir. It is not like that. Even if you are 60 years old, you don't know how to control. You will be attracted towards opposite sex. Because it is an urge in the body. If you don't know how to control it. And it is the most sinful, the worst enemy of divinity is this. So that's why we should always understand, we should not take these things very, very lightly. And uh, if you really want to understand what is the goal of life, what is the purpose of life, this thing we have to very, very nicely taken care. That's why in Bhagavad Gita, you will find many, many places Krishna is talking about this thing. Especially in third chapter, you will find that Arjuna is asking that Krishna is telling how to control this enemy called as lust. Because it again reinforces the bodily concept. Because when a person is engaging in sex life, he is very much absorbed in bodily concept. Because the pleasure what he is getting, cross pleasure through genitals, is very, very pleasurable that time. And again, it reinforces that yes, I am this body and let me nicely engage in sense gratification. It can be in the form of genitals. It can be tough, it can be in any form. Let me nicely engage in sense gratification. Eat, drink and be merry. And ultimately, person again falls in the same trap of sense enjoyment. It never ever thinks that there is something beyond that of. And this lust ultimately destroys the urge of self-realization. So if a person is very, very lusty, it will be very, very difficult for him to even ask the basic questions of life that who am I, what I am doing in this material world, what is the goal of my life, he will never ask. Person will see, but this will, he will not be able to see what is happening. So this is the effect of this thing. Now, this verse, actually, if we want, if really want to understand this verse, we can actually discuss each and every word of this verse, not only in the line. We can discuss each and every word of this verse. Although we will not be discussing that much in detail, because I know all of you are very busy. You may not have that much time. But we will try to see whatever we can do to the best of our capacity. Now, the what is the nature of this sex pleasure? Let us understand what Prahlad Maharaj is telling about. The first thing is talking about This the pleasure of Maithun is sex life is Tucham. Tucha means very, very abominable, low-grade happiness. How is low-grade? Oh, Prabhu, how is you telling low-grade? It is the highest pleasure people are telling in this material world and they are talking so much of what bodily concept of life, even though to the extent a person has to get married to another woman, he has to leave his entire property. It is a 
no if you want to take a divorce you have to give that much some some portion of property to your wife to your your earlier wife and that has happened in the past person has to has to give 50% of his property to his wife to his wife and wife without doing anything became the richest woman in the world almost richest richest woman in the world so person has earned lot of money but ultimately what is happening is giving to because of sense this doesn't have control of senses he want to enjoy more then he has to get another wife and then another wife he has to take divorce and then he has to give his money so many things he has to do if you understand only simply one thing how can i tolerate how can i tolerate this urge he will be saved but he is not doing so why it is tucham because it is very low grade this is a pleasure which we are taking in any form of life even a dog and cat and all the animals also taking the same pleasure so one devotee is was explaining about this thing how it is tucham let us understand so i hope i am i know all of you would have seen movies especially bollywood movies right and what happens in bollywood movies most of the movies that the person is there a there is a hero he is very very charming he is very very good looking and powerful also sometime and there is a heroine actress woman and this hero is trying to attract that woman or actress to different ways and means she is going around this actress going from the back and trying to show show off something that i have this thing and trying to sing song for her or try to make sure try to give her some present so that she she is you know, she is uh, happy with the person ultimately she is trying to make her happy so that he can enjoy senses most of the times you will see and ultimately and you will say many times one woman is there and many boys are going towards her same thing to impress her doing many many things it is very common thing in any indian bollywood movie you will see now this is the case of a hero or actor or actress in a bollywood movie on real life also you will see many times most of the times you will see movies also and let's take example of a dog so there is a he dog there is a she dog and you will see the same things happening there also correct she dog is going many male he dog is male dog they are going and they are, they are trying to impress and many things they are trying to do ultimately purpose is same so whether you are a movie actor or you are real form or you are a male body or you are a female body or your body on a dog ultimately the standard of happiness is tucham it is very very abominable so this looks like again little harsh to someone some people may uh, may feel offended also but it's a fact it's a fact it's a tucham it is a very very low grade happiness and what kind of so happiness is not wrong do not say that we should not be happy we don't say that you become a stone no bhagavatam bhagavad gita krishna consciousness is trying to give you a kind of happiness that is on a different level and that is a happiness which is beyond sense perception right now our definition of happiness is only based on the senses but the bhagavatam bhagavad gita and krishna consciousness 
and giving you such, such kind of happiness which is transcendental, which is not based on this bodily concept. Your body may be in suffering, you may be suffering sometimes on body level, but transcendentally you are happy. That kind of state a yogi can reach. Bhagavad Gita, Krishna tells to Bhagavad Gita, Arjun, in the 6th chapter, we will find that Yam Labdhvach Param Labham Manyate Nadikam Tata. A person reached to a, a stage of happiness by performing this yoga system, where he is in trance in Samadhi, that he reached to a stage where he thinks, Now I have achieved everything. Yam Labdhvach Param Labham Manyate Nadikam Tata. I don't want anything in this life. Tasmin Tushte Nadukkena Guru Napi Vichaliyate. That means if he stayed in that consciousness, the biggest calamity of this world cannot shake him. At that stage, a person can reach. But he has to leave this tucham happiness. Right now, our entire focus on this tucham happiness. That's why we are not even endeavoring. First of all, we don't know only because nobody is teaching. There's another way of happiness also. And even though we don't, even though sometimes people, they know, but they are not able to endeavor in that direction. They can only do and only ask for this tucham happiness, which is very, very abominable. Even animals also have this kind of happiness. Now, what should we do now? So, this is one kind of and also Krishna consciousness is a such a process. It is not that we are artificially restraining our senses. That also sometimes people do artificially they want to restrain from sense, sense gratification. They take some vow, they take some uh, no, that I will do this thing, but ultimately they are failing. So it is not an artificial restraining from the senses. A person by following this process genuinely come to a state that genuinely he develops a distaste from the sense gratification. Just like pig. Pig is eating stool and he is taking pleasure in that. If you go and give some halwa to a pig, he will never take because his standard of happiness is that halwa, that stool. He is happy in that. That is his standard of happiness. But we know those in the higher consciousness, they know there is tucham, there is abominable happiness. What kind of happiness it is to eating stool? We cannot, we can, cannot even stand near to that place. But he is not in standing. He is in bliss. <laughs> Brahma Bhuta. He is in bliss in that condition. That's why you see Prabhupada's example of uh, this pigs. They are very, very strong, fatty. Because they eat a lot. And they are happy also sometimes. But we will never subscribe to this kind of happiness because no, that is too Can We will never do that. Similarly, just like a, we, are, we are in a higher consciousness than a pig, we are able to understand that is a tucham. Similarly, those who are those who are above us, those who are the more uh, advanced spiritualists or devotees of the Lord, they understand that what is the real nature of this happiness? What is kind of pleasure it is in this material world? And when we see a person who is who is actually only indulging is this kind of happiness. They consider it is tucham, it is tuch, it is abominable. And they give a different kind of happiness. They provide a different level of happiness. And that is transcendental happiness. Where a person is not at all disturbed by this sense gratification thoughts. 
So this is the first line of the verse. So I think uh, we won't be able to cover this topic today, as I told. We will discuss next week or next Wednesday also. But uh, I am just discussing this verse, and we will discuss all, all about how to restrain this thing. What is solution? Now next is kandu yene na kariyor dukh dukham. Very important. So Prahlad Maharaj is giving example of itching again. Just like itching is there, you will see that sometime it happens that. Uh, you are trying to itch on a particular place in the body and you keep on scratching it. So you felt some pleasure that time. You will definitely feel some pleasure at that moment. And you keep on scratching, keep on scratching, keep on scratching. What happens that after some time, you will feel that pleasure that time. But ultimately, that pleasure will end up in a misery. Because of that moment in pleasure, what you wanted to have, you will have to suffer maybe for two, three weeks because you will see there will be an injury that place. If you have scratched, if you have uh, because of itching, you have scratched nicely, what will happen? There will be a ball sometime or there will be uh, injury also. Or sometime you have to go for surgery or something like that also. So you got some pleasure initially, but ultimately the pleasure ended up in the misery. And this is the nature of this sex pleasure. Kandu Not only dukkha, dukkha dukkham. That means not only one time, again and again, it will give you dukkha, misery. And to that extent, the person forgets everything. He forgets everything to the extent that he is not able to understand what is my position, what I am supposed to do that, because he wants to enjoy again and again, but ultimately it ends up in suffering. So we will see a video now and this video is of a very famous celebrity who ended up doing this kind of activities. Most of you must be knowing him and uh, it is not to defame anyone, it is just to make sure, make us to understand how that when Bhagavatam says Balavan Indriya Grahi Vidwan Api Karishati, that means a person who is does not have control over senses or he may be a very learned person can fall trapped can come in trap of this sense enjoyment. We will see this video and that will continue. Our discourse. I have let you down personally and professionally. My behavior has caused considerable worry to my business partners, to everyone involved in my foundation, including my staff, board of directors, sponsors, and most importantly, the young students we reach, I know I have bitterly disappointed all of you. For all that I have done, I am so sorry. I was unfaithful. I had affairs. I cheated. What I did is not acceptable. And I am the only person to blame. I stopped living by the core values that I was taught to believe in. I knew my actions were wrong, but I convinced myself that normal rules didn't apply. I never thought about who I was hurting.
Instead, I thought only about myself. I ran straight through the boundaries that a married couple should live by. I thought I could get away with whatever I wanted to. I felt that I had worked hard my entire life and deserved to enjoy all the temptations around me. I felt I was entitled. Thanks to money and fame, I didn't have far I didn't have to go far to find them. I was wrong. I was foolish. I don't get to play by different rules. The same boundaries that apply to everyone apply to me. I brought this shame on myself. So this is about this I must I know I hope all of you must be knowing is Tiger Woods and he was at one time he was the richest athlete throughout the world biggest athlete richest athlete and unfortunately unfortunately whatever we can say he was had having affairs with many many women he was having so many indulgence and that's what that's what he's explaining also that I am sorry. So ultimately the idea is not to defame anyone. It is material world. Anyone, anyone can be in this position tomorrow. But the idea is to make you understand that how important it is for us to understand that this force in the body, if you do not regulate it, do not understand how to utilize it, ultimately it will end up in a misery. And not only dukkha, dukkha dukkha. That means again and again it will give you misery. Sometimes it happens, so let's say you have some disease, you got some, let's say fever. So fever will get over after some day, you'll get some pills or something like that. But this is something which will not end up here only. Again and again, person becomes so much addicted. That's why people, that's why sometimes boys also, then some people become too much addicted towards adult sites, adult content. Although they know it is not correct, but what to do? Prabhuji, I'm I'm not able to control myself. I know it is wrong. But what to do? I have seen once, twice, thrice, ten times. But again, I'm not satisfied. I want to do that. Where is the end? The end will come when you read this Bhagavad Gita and scriptures. So that's why I request again and again to all of you. Please do not take this human life lightly. In this human life only we can understand how to control senses. A dog will never understand how to control his senses. In human being can understand how he can perform when he comes in touch with transcendental knowledge. This Bhagavad Gita will give solution. Not any other so-called uh, speculator, mental speculator, those who come on television and give you this thing, that thing, you do this thing, that thing. Nothing will happen. What to speak of speculator? There are big, big munis. Vishwamitra Muni was not able to control. Sauri Muni was not able to control. So they are more than that. Sauri was such a great devotee, such a great yogi, not devotee. Yogi. He went inside the water to meditate so that uh, there should be no distraction for his meditation. But he saw two fishes coupling and he was agitated and then he came out and broke his meditation. Similarly, Vishwamitrimuni also. He was also a great yogi. And he was, uh, Menka came and he was not able to restrict himself and ultimately he broke his meditation. So please understand, this is the force in the body. If is not control and only solution is through Krishna. That also we'll discuss. Today I, I just told you we don't have enough time to discuss 
only the this part how this is enemy but how we can control this enemy with the proper intelligence with the intelligence given by bhagavad gita shastras through spiritual master to guru sadhu shastra how we can control this enemy and it is possible again it is not that it is not possible it is possible and we will take examples of the devotee how is it possible but we have to follow the process sincerely so this is the second line of the verse kandu yanena karyore dukkha dukkham the first line was yat metunadi grahamedi sukamitucham the first characteristic it is tucham this it is abominable even animal animal also and not any animals we are doing this from life after life life after life you are doing the same activity eating same thing depending life after life so where is the stop where to stop this thing and kandu yanena karyore dukkha dukkham it is the source of misery and next is very important trapyanti neha krapana bahu dukha bhaja that means trapyanti neha you will never be satisfied also just like in this case i don't remember exact number but in tiger wood i think he has connection with many movements i think more than 100 if i'm not wrong so again a person has seen he has indulged but he wants something new variety there is no variety just like we have heard this story of prostitute or uh, lakshira prabhupad uh, lakshira that story there's a person who was visiting to a prostitute and he has already has a wife so the prostitute says why you have come here already you have a wife why you are coming to me just like you do not get pleasure suppose i eat rasgulla in a ball made of steel or in a ball made of a let's uh, say silver ball there is no change in the taste taste will remain same whether i eat in a silver ball or a golden ball or a steel ball remain taste will remain same similarly whether you apply this tendency towards this person or that person the taste will remain same but our mind is such that it creates so much of amplification and it will never be satisfied never be satisfied and bahut dukkha baja it is very very painful also bahut dukkha baja All of you should go and try to read this verse again. Beautiful translation, beautiful purport written by Shri Prabhupada, which is seventh canto, ninth verse, text number forty-five. Because we cannot discuss everything in detail here, we have shortage of time. But if you go and read again, again read, you will understand what kind of engagement you are in this material world. It is never satisfying. And last is, kandu tiva manusijam vishayet dhira. This is also very important. That vishayet dhira kanduti van manusijam. It is a manusijam. Manusijam means manusijam means it is a protect of mind. Mind has created this kind of pleasure. Mind because of amplification. Just like let's say you are hungry, very very hungry. If I don't give you food. for a long time you will have lot of craving for food correct lot of craving for the food and you will have a very high estimate of the food although same day you eating chapati right but if one day you don't get you will have very high estimate oh i think i can get this chapati that chapati craving will be there and that because of that we create a lot of amplification in the amplification in the mind and once we get that we feel oh now my life is successful it happens just like you hear something about let's say we have lot of we have a lot of about 
uh, Western world, right? America or this country. Yeah. Lot of things we are we have heard. Oh, US is like this. There's a lot of very rich, very rich country. A lot of people are staying there. Everything very nicely we have heard about Western world. Then we have created an imagination in our mind that any oh, if I somehow either if I go to West, my life is done. But those who are already staying in West, are they happy? No, they are not happy. They are also dissatisfied. They are also coming in society. They are under depression. They have all the problems of life. But because of manishijam, the mind has amplified that pleasure. Oh, this is like that. If I somehow or the other, if I go to the Western countries, I will be successful. Correct. Similar way, the sex pleasure is very much amplified in our brain because of our and although it's a force of the body, at the same time, because of a lot of amplification, it is a due value. Yes, due value is there. Due value is, let's say, some you are going to purchase a watch and the due value of that watch is, let's say, 100 rupees. But because of amplification, you end up paying 10,000 rupees. That will be called a fool. Because yes, there is a value of that watch. That is 100 rupees. Due value is there. But if you give 10,000 rupees, you'll be called as a fool because that is not the real value. Similarly, yes, there is a pleasure, but there's a due pleasure, not that amplified pleasure. So what we have, but when we live in the society, we hear from the people and we, we see in their advertisement and we have curiosity also, we have not seen any time what is all about. So there's an amplified pleasure in the brain. But ultimately it is, first of all, Tucham, Trapendaneya, Trapana, Gautukh, Baja. And second thing is, it is Manasijam. It is within the brain only. Now, how to control this? What is the solution? Now, till now, we have discussed that how it is dangerous. The lust is a very, very, very dangerous thing. A person is uh, who is, does not have any control on this lust. It definitely, it will kill the urge of self-realization. It will be the greatest enemy. There is Manasijam. And how to control this thing? That we will discuss in our next session. But definitely, senses can be controlled by engaging ourselves in activities which are engaged in sense, which is again the sense gratification and which are for the sake of pleasure of the Lord. It is just a hint of the uh, how to solve, how to solve this problem. But definitely we'll discuss in more detail. Today I'm discussing only just like the problem. But next session discuss about how to actually control this enemy called lust. And with proper references, with